Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. What an honour to have Kerry Godleyman here. Oh, thank you. That's Absolute nice. treat. I, I, I love your work. I loved you at Royal oh, Variety. That went well, didn't it? I had a lovely time. How was the gig itself? The gig itself was fine. Yeah. It's brief, isn't it? Oh, It's crikey. a quick one. Well, you know the history of comedians at the Royal Variety? We used to get booked. This is, I'm talking like back in the day when it first started. Yeah. We were we were just the front of clothers. So basically, you, your While front they're of doing cloth, something behind. While they're changed. So you were Well, just, I think Luke Evans was stood on a rock. There you go. That's what was going on <laughs> yeah. behind. Exactly. So there's always something. I had like Miley Cyrus get on a wrecking ball or right, something like that. Right, there you go. So, yeah, it was that sort of thing. Are you saying we're just fillers? Absolutely. We're <laughs> so, absolutely just fillers. That, what an intro, Manfred. Yeah. I'm just well, a filler. <laughs> what's nice is to know that, I think, when you go into it. Yeah, I, no, I think, you're absolutely right. I think less so now, but there was a time where the guys would go on, they'd go, right, just carry on, until, and the stage manager would go, right, we're, oh, we're, that fills we're ready. Oh, me with dread. What about running out of material and I they know. go, do another ten? I know. Like, don't, I don't have another... To I the don't. weirdest <laughs> audience as well. I know, it is a funny one. a fun one. audience because they've spent 350 some, quid a ticket. Yeah, it's incredible to And the Royals are there. I didn't even overthink that. No. I thought, don't overthink that. No. Because you'll tie yourself in Kate, knots. It was it? Will and Kate. And I thought, they've got kids, I'll chat about kids. That's what I did. Yeah. I thought, they've got kids. I mean, they've probably got four nannies, but it's still Have similar, you seen her blow dry on the school run? I don't think we've got the same problems, me and No, Kate. I don't think so. I don't <laughs> um, think so. But yeah, I didn't, over, I didn't overthink the royal thing. Yeah, I know what you mean. I had a couple of gags taken out uh, right. that they said before I went, because you've got to show them what you're going to talk what about. What were they? I can't remember now. I think it was about... <laughs> I said, there was a point a couple of years ago where... Um, is it George is the older one, isn't it? The I George? don't know. I, think so. I, think I don't Prince, know. Prince George, I think, is the older one. And they were on a, like a runway getting on a private plane. Yeah. And he just had a meltdown. <laughs> and there was a moment across Will's face, Prince William's face, where obviously the world's press are there, uh-huh. but there's a second where I just felt like we're just, I've two, been there. We're just two dads. We're mate. just two dads. You're on a runway in front of Will's press. I'm at Clark's in the Trafford Centre, <laughs> but there's still four or five people knocking about. And parenting we're, is parenting. Absolutely. And, yeah, they're and triggering, it, aren't they, kids? Yeah, it just it, it just flashed across his eyes. Yeah, like, and you knew it. It was that sort of slight squeeze of the arm, like, <laughs> like when we get home, you are in trouble. Yeah, but not, that, not, you know, it, not out in public. It was that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. out here we're all like, maybe we can get to the root of the cause. Like, but, trying to have that conversation. Well, so they dropped that or they cut that. They just said, oh, we, we don't know if they'll get upset about that. That's about the thing is, it's a brilliant right. gig and it's an honour to be asked. But of course, the brief is, can you keep it relatively safe yeah. and, you know, broad or whatever? Yes, so, which doesn't always does, lend itself to No, to, quite. To comedy. Sometimes if you're doing late nights in uh, comedy clubs, <laughs> yeah. that's a different brief. Yes, exactly. Um, so sometimes you have to sort of read over your material and go, no, no, yeah, no. A, I know it's a tough one, isn't it? But yeah. you did fabulously well. Well, I did enjoy it. I must yeah. say, I did have a nice time. That's good. That's good. Right, Kerry Goldman here till 11 o'clock. This morning on Absolute Radio. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Now, you you live down here, don't you? Yeah. You live down here and you'd never leave London, would you? I have thought about it, but I wouldn't know where to go, Jason. I really, I thought about it a lot. Mm. Now I think we're done until it's yeah. like retirement. How old are you? All, how old are you all They're that thirteen one? and nearly ten, oh, okay. so I think we're in. Yeah, you're in. I think if I moved the thirteen-year-old now, she'd, I mean, she'd oh be livid because the friendships. Yes, of course. It's all about the friendships. Because mine are younger. Um, so if you're going to move anywhere, do it now. Yeah, my my old my eldest are ten, right? Um, and uh, but I just couldn't, I could never leave the north really. My family are there, I just love it too much. Also, well, it's nice to. 
be able to afford a house. And yeah, that. well, yeah, God. Big fan of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well why wouldn't you be? Yeah. I, I mean, I do, because I'm from London, my mm. family are here. Yeah. I just uh, wouldn't know where to go. I sort of I moved it to the here, seaside. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. But I think I'd go mad. Yeah, I think I couldn't do I couldn't do quiet countryside. And Definitely not. Nice nah. for a week. Yeah, even when sometimes when we've gone away for a weekend, like I think we're gonna get murdered. <laughs> we're gonna die. There's something about it. Yeah, it's too quiet. Even though more murders happen in cities, I still feel like that's more dangerous. Yeah, no, I think if you're brought up <laughs> in a city, <laughs> that's like, oh, it's in your blood, isn't it? It's a bit quiet. Yeah, what do they do out there? I don't know what they do. They just slowly go mad. I don't mm. know. I have no idea what happens. But yeah, the kids would not be happy at all. No, so I think I'm in London for the foreseeable. But you're working non-stop. You, you, yeah, like, I'm you work busy. More than me. And works. <laughs> you say that. Like, that's the bar. I'm you like, work more than me. I never stop. <laughs> <laughs> You've just done a West End run. I have just done a West End run. Yeah, yeah I mean, that that's was, very impressive. That was full on. Was it? Yeah, it was. I've full never on. done such a thing, but I've heard that it's really hard work. Over Christmas as well. Oh, mate. So, how did, so didn't you see your kids at Christmas? Yeah, they came down here, so I was. That's, but that made it harder. Oh, right. Because obviously I've got to get up and go, right, let's go to Winter So, did you then. do Christmas Eve, Boxing Day? We did a Christmas Eve show and then I shot up to Manchester then and we oh. had Christmas Day. But I just fell Bet asleep about four yeah, times yeah, on the yeah. sofa. Yeah, watched them opening presents that I, don't, I didn't buy. Right. And then back <laughs> straight know. back down for a Boxing Day show? Yeah. <gasps> pretty much, pretty much. Oh, yeah, it's pretty full on. Yeah, that is full on. And just central London is just, I mean, it's exciting at Christmas. It's tiring. But it's knackering. Yeah. yeah. If you walk past Hamleys a few times, you, you think, I'm going to kill those I'm gonna kill those people yeah. with that bubble machine. I'm gonna... <laughs> yeah, I'm not interested in me. I'm not, Christmas isn't that good. Yeah. No one likes it that much. No, they're, they're well into it. They're they have well to be, into they? it. Well, they're paid to be into it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. From no, about late October. It was, it was fun to be down here, but... Um, I must say, I did have a job next year that was over Christmas and I've just cancelled it. Oh, like, yeah. Nah, mate. One year on, one year off. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd like a, Very wise. I'd like to do a Christmas market, Bratwurst and a mulled wine. You'll regret just, it next year. You'll oh, be like, take like, me back to work. What am I doing here? <laughs> one year my dad said, uh, we were like kids and we said, what do you want for Christmas? And he said, for you lot to just leave me alone for half a day. Oh, God. And he probably really he meant, meant it. it though. He wasn't, wasn't even joking. Joke, yeah. He just went... Just you just leave me alone. It's for a, a simple, bit. simple want. And I remember as a kid thinking, what, what, what a crazy thing to ask for. And now I'm like, totally get nah, it. I can see it. Yeah, I can, an hour. You In know fact, what? I'm a, quite inspired. That is a brilliant just idea. Just a toilet visit. That'd do me. Just toilet by myself. That'd yeah. do me without. Dad, who's a comedian that did a thing about going on holiday is shutting the kids in the car, walking yes. round the car. Yeah, that's your holiday. That was the holiday, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that does resonate. Absolutely. How many kids you got? Uh, five. Oh, well, I mean... Yeah. Too many. You've, Too you've, many. I, I was sympathetic I know. until you told me there were five. Now I'm like, oh, you made your bed, mate. I know. I've... <laughs> <laughs> that is hard work. No wonder you went away for Christmas. <laughs> Absolutely. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We were, ju- we were just chatting about kids and stuff then. I had a moment last week, so I've got an, a, a new show on the telly on the BBC uh, on Saturday nights. Uh, yeah. Called First and Last. It's a game show. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. And I thought, oh, my kids will enjoy this. So I sat down to watch it on a Sunday on the iPlayer. Yeah. To watch it last last Sunday, it was. Uh, anyway, they sat there and it's a silly game show. You know, 11 contestants. Don't come first, don't come last. That's the only thing. And I'm having right. a bit of banter with them. You know, like a front row of an audience, just taking a yeah. mickey and having a bit of fun. And my, my daughters are chuckling away then. I was like, you need to get a bit proud. I was like, my daughters are laughing at stuff I'm saying. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> like, well buzzing. And then uh, 
I said to my daughter, I said, are you enjoying that? She went, yeah, yeah. She went, I said, is it funny? She went, it's really funny, Daddy. I said, oh, thanks, sweetheart. She went, how come you're funny on the telly but not at home? Oh, God, it's just wow. crushing. Boom! Drop mic. They never, they never stop to break in your heart, do they? Oh, God, it crushed me. My, I would showed my daughter a bit of my stand-up research. She was quite into McIntyre, so I showed her my McIntyre yeah. Roadshow clip on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. And she asked me to whiz through my bit and get back to the McIntyre bit. <sighs> Kills me. Awful. It's like, what? Me. Wait, do you want to see mummy's jokes? I know. <laughs> I know. No, I don't. Put McIntyre back Absolutely on. Absolutely destroyed me. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I try and make babies laugh, and if they don't laugh soon enough, oh. I'm like, oh, come on. I know, it's weird, it's isn't really, it? really, doesn't bring out But your own kids, they'll never find you funny. A lot of the stuff I'm doing at the moment, they can't even watch. Well, it's not course, appropriate. Yeah. Like, telly stuff and... Yes. So people go, do your kids see it? And I'm like, they can't... They like type... Um, sorry, Taskmaster. Oh, yeah. Well, they really enjoy laugh. Taskmaster. Yeah, I fancy that, actually. I must but do that at some point. Kids do love that. Yeah. It's, it's a bit swearing, but yeah. they do like it. But they also go to school. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And we don't mind that. And there's definitely <laughs> swearing going on there. You're right. I don't so. know why people even bother saying it, like they've heard it. I know, they've, they've heard all of they've it. They've said it. They've invented some of these words. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. It is a tough one. Yeah, because I guess they can't really watch Afterlife, can they, I suppose? My own husband couldn't watch Afterlife because oh, he was really? like, well, that's my wife, so that was upsetting. Oh, of course, yeah. And yeah. you're all spoiler alert, but you're, you're dead in it. I'm, oh, it's not a spoiler. It's, it's in the trailer, really, is it? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. No, he's really struggled to watch that. Yeah, I bet, actually. I mean, it is absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah, and he I mean, was it's like, it's heartbreaking for everyone, and then it's more for Extra for him, <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, oh God, yeah, I wouldn't even... I couldn't no, even think about that. <laughs> so but yeah. you've, just, you've just filmed number two, have you? Or? We have, oh, yeah, great. we shot that late summer, yeah. Yeah, well, I heard uh, Ricky mention it on his uh, Golden Globe ah. uh, <laughs> monologue. <laughs> was... Just plug that in between roasting Hollywood. Yeah. I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not showing that to my kids. <laughs> Crikey! <laughs> I mean, he was Bob on like. I know, but all comedians watch it like the scream. I watch it through, like, yeah, I watch it through my fingers. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness! Because I'm doing I'm doing the Olivier's. Are you? Yeah. And uh, I've done. But this. you're not going to roast them, are you? No, I'm not yet. <laughs> right, Ian McKellen, you're getting it. <laughs> De- where's Dame Judy? Where's Dame Judy? Oh, go on. No, I just go couldn't. on. Do we threaten it so that there's that sort of do. risk, like a little bit of panic? Yeah, I'm saying, look, I'm going to go full Ricky Gervais on this. <laughs> it's my third time doing it, and it's been a lo- it's been lovely. Uh, it's a fun gig to do. Is Again, it scary? Yes, it's a terrible amount of pressure. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you have to do? A bit of stand up, or is it just hosting? Yes. Like, I say just. It's yeah. Hard. The hosting part of it, you know, you got to write jokes about. West End shows and right. been nominated. Well, you've just done one. You've got inside information. Yes, there is that. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you've got to try and it's it's a tough one. I must say. Yeah, and I try and keep it positive um, and celebratory. Yeah, you know, I'm not one of those comics. I just couldn't do it, especially if you're going to see them afterwards. Oh, oh God, I no, I can't imagine. I'd just melt into myself. But he, he doesn't care, though. He's he doesn't care. Well, he literally said I don't care. No, and he's flying out the minute he drops the mic <laughs> and the car's running. I mean, he, he really... He couldn't have gone to the after-show party. No. He, he can't. He but he, the way he's, he's like, they hired me to do this. He's done it loads of times before. They know what they're getting. They know what they're getting. It is what they want. Absolutely. And also, what I what I, I enjoyed, actually, he said one thing, which was, I'm performing for the people at home, yeah. not for the 200 no, quite. privileged people in the room, which I thought was interesting. Whereas most the, of them seem to be laughing along. Most I think of them seem so. to get get it. You only get the odd grimace, like in in, in a quick shot, don't you? You're yeah. always going to get. To, I mean, Tom Hanks is a, is an angel. So. But he said he had a cold. But, yeah, and he looked like he was laughing for the rest of the time. Exactly. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Music matters. I had a weird moment with Surya McKellen. I've had some odd moments at Olivia's oh, over on. the years. 
Well, I had a moment where, so that over the years they've just had, I don't think they've ever had a comedian do it before. So I came on and did some stand-up about yeah. the, you know, the jokes that I'd written about musicals and acting and stuff like yeah. that. And I did some gags, all, all really positive. You know, I said, oh, so we've got Sally Fields in. Uh, interesting facts about Sally Fields. Between the two of us, uh, we've got uh, an Oscar, two Golden Globes and a Leicester Mercury Comedian of the Year Award. <laughs> you know, just silly, like, just daft little yeah. size like that. I said, uh, you know, oh, one of the one of the I said we've got Tom Hiddleston in, ladies and gentlemen, one of the greatest act of his, actors of his generation. Ask him. It was just like <laughs> silly little lines like yeah. that. It was all fun and stuff. Yeah. And there was a moment where was it last year? It might have been the first year I did it. And I launched into my and they said can you do five minutes at the top? I said, that seems a long time, five minutes. <laughs> it is a long time, five minutes. It you can don't realise, you know. Yeah. I said, three's fine. Let's mm. do three minutes. And even that's too much, but let's do three. So anyway, we st- I started and I had my stuff and it's all on the auto queue at the back there, just like bullet points of stuff I'm going to talk yeah. about. And I start my stuff and I look down, I'm a minute in and I've had a few laughs and I thought, this is going all right. And the audience are relaxed and it's all fine. And I look down and Syria McKellen looks right at me and he gives me a thumbs up. Oh. And I thought, oh my God, I was like, oh my God. Three McKellen's just give me a thumbs up, I can't believe it. it yeah. So I carried on, got to me three minutes and thought, this is going well. I- I'll-, I'll do another... I'll do those five minutes. Right, yeah. So I got to four and a half minutes and I thought, I'll start wrapping up in a sec. And I looked down just to check if Serena McKellen was still laughing <laughs> with his thumbs up. He had his back to me because he was looking at the auto cue to see how long there was left. Uh, and then he looked at me and gave me the old wind up sign. Right, come on now. Wow. Yeah, he was like, right, come on, you've done enough. <laughs> Something in it that he's taking it upon himself, doing yeah. it a floor managing while he's sitting in the front row. Sorry, McKellen, what, he's, he's in charge. What can you do? He's literally running he's the literally show. Literally the boss of the Olympics. <laughs> wow. So, so will I catch his eye this year? I don't no. know. No, <laughs> I will not. Can't be you looking. request that he not sit in the front row? <laughs> yeah, we put him somewhere else. <laughs> can you put Ian in the back? <laughs> Jason, Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I had another odd moment at the uh, at the Olivier's actually, where I don't know if I told you this at the time actually, dear listeners, uh, but there was a point where on, uh, last year's where I, I we opened with a song, me uh-huh. and Janie D and Ruthie Henshaw, and we opened with a song about show business or whatever, acting or whatever it was, and you don't get a lot of rehearsal time because you're just in right. Every you've got to pack out the Albert Hall and, and go for it, and. We were singing, um, my bit of the song was, there's no business like show business. You know, the, Classic. the most famous song Classic in show chip. business, yeah. But they wanted it really slowed like down and a bit sort of uh, with some jazz Jazzy. music in the background. Oh, I'm yeah. liking this. So I was up uh, the stairs uh, in the audience almost and then I had to wait for uh, Janie D to finish. Ruthie Henshaw's getting ready to come on and I've just got to walk down the stairs and go... And I knew I had an eight count. So I've got an eight count, and then I can see the screen. Larry Blank, the uh, the the conductor, is counting me in. Dun, and I have to go. There's no business like show business. I've got to get into it like oh, that really right. slow, right? So suddenly I'm walking down these. I'm I'm ready. I'm, and I'm counting one, two, three in my head, just counting to eight before I come in, and I'm looking at the screen, and Shane Ritchie. He sat to my left. He was in. Uh, everybody's talking about Jamie, and he said, uh, "Here, Jay, uh, do you know what school Wolves Watford are? What they were playing at that time? Why are you doing accounting?" And I was like, "What? What? Oh, yeah, it was God. one new when I left here. I was like, five, six. What? I think it's the one." <laughs> Did nil. he know what said, you were no, doing? No, he, he just thought I was stood in the audience waiting to to. Oh, come that's on. hilarious. 
And I go, there's no business. I missed it. I missed it. And I got oh. halfway up the steps and I went, sorry, everyone, 5,000 people. Oh, God. Sorry, everyone. I do hope you name and shame Shane. I, well, I said I got I got my timing wrong there because Shane Ritchie asked me about the football. Good. Good. Can we do it again? <laughs> was he embarrassed? No, he was absolutely fine. Oh God, <laughs> he was absolutely not bothered. But it was. Well, uh, that is a tough gig enough without having Shane Ritchie heckling you before you're going on. And then, <laughs> exactly, and then I had to do it a second time in front of all these professionals. So it's recorded? We record it on a Sunday and it goes out Tuesday on the telly. Well, that's all right. Like that. So it's Although last year, I think we recorded it early and it went out later. Don't beat yourself up, oh, Jason. No. If you didn't get the rehearsal time you needed, Absolutely. I mean, goodness me. I mean, me. I can't imagine what Sir Ian McKellen was thinking at that <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I bet he was in a right state. Matters. So we were chatting earlier about uh, my daughters watching first and last and asking why I wasn't funny at home. <laughs> um, and quite a few people uh, have messaged on, on the Facebook and the Twitter because I, I, I popped it online last week. Uh, Vicky Thompson says, there was an advert on the telly for some Weight Watchers type thing. Oh, kids are too honest, aren't they? Oh, no. Mommy, I think you should do that for your bum. No I offence. Mean... She's eight. Well... I mean, that's not okay. That's not good, is it? No. I mean, I must say, my daughter did shout me in once. She said, Daddy, you're on the telly, and I came in, and it was an advert for obese years to save your life. <laughs> so that was a joke? No, she, she genuinely Oh, you like, see, if that was a joke, that'd be really it funny. It flicked through, and I think she just saw a, you know, a, a, a larger guy with dark hair and went... Oh, OK. Is that... Is that you? I, think oh, you I might... thought you meant she meant... As no, a joke. no. I was going to oh, say, yeah, that like, was really impressive. Yeah, like, that's, that's up there, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Uh, Kat Barnett says my uh, daughter asked me what a party pooper was I explained it was a person who spoiled your fun she says well I like you oh it's a good response though isn't it yeah I mean this is why people have kids to just keep them in check I think I think so my son recently was um, being a bit too honest with my mum and I knew he was on really thin ice I was like back down back down yeah absolutely yeah, they're, they're they're observational kids though, isn't they? Mm. They'll spot something with your hair. But don't muck your... about with the matriarch. I mean, she really wasn't in the mood. No, she'd I can already imagine. just called Stormzy Wansy, and we'd had a good <laughs> we'd had a good ten minutes taking the mick out of her for that. So she was already feeling vulnerable. And then my son oh, went in. Oh, oh. I was like, don't, don't go back, go back. No retreat. Yes. Oh, bless There's her. only a certain amount of piss-taking time a family, any individual, <laughs> least of all the matriarch, yeah, you can't. can tolerate. You're we like, don't, don't don't topple her over. Yeah, we don't even go there with my mum. No, it's not. Your own, it's I mean, she's a laugh, don't get me wrong, but... Timing's everything, isn't it? Absolutely. Mm. The, the back off, kids, back off. <laughs> no, no, don't go there. Uh, Fee, uh, Fee says, sat in a restaurant with my parents uh, and my then three-year-old uh, drawing a picture of a person. Oh, that's nice, they said. That's a bit, who is it? She says, it's na- Nana. Nana Chunky. <laughs> I might have to take but Nana Chunky as a friend. Three years old again, what can you do? But then she's three. I mean, they've got no filter. Well, I'll tell you who I blame. And we know, and I've I mentioned it on the show before. Uh, when it comes to fat shaming, Peppa Pig. Oh, really? Yeah, she keeps having a go at the dad <laughs> for being a bit overweight. And I think kids are learning from that. Yeah. And it's okay to say your parents are a bit on the chunky side. And it is not kids. Chunky's a nice euphemism for fat. I'm quite happy with Chunky. Yeah, Chunky's. I'm fine with Chunky. Yeah. Uh, chunky yeah. Nana's just a great phrase. Jolly, I've had a couple of... Oh, Jolly's just insulting. Jolly's not it's nice, patronising. It? <laughs> it really is. <laughs> uh, and Ross says, Amy, who's three at the time, does, does Mummy like you, Daddy? Me. Mummy loves me, darling. Amy, that's because she's not very clever. 
<laughs> Both of us nailed. Both of them nailed. It's impressive. It's impressive work. I love that. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I had a very weird thing that happened to me the other day, Kerry. Yes. I was uh, flying down from Manchester to London. Yeah. Sorry, Greta. And uh, <laughs> it's just the timing, was, uh, you know. And I was flying down and um, I got stopped at the security. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm very... Um, I, I checked my bag that morning. Right. I went through it, made sure, you know, because sly little bits of liquids get in there and stuff like that. I thought, no, I'm only travelling with hand luggage. So you knew what you were doing. So I knew what Streamline I was doing. Streamline your packing. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I went in there, took all the liquids out and sorted my bag out, got my, oh, my book and my laptop and all that. Got in there through security and I'm just waiting. It was quite a big line of people yeah. all waiting for all the bags to come through. And then... On the other side of the glass there, where the, where the machine is and all the staff are, um, I see a, a fellow sort of put his hand up to the... You know, there's like another bit in the, in the corner where people are watching cameras and stuff like that. And he says to the security, come over in. Two people come over and I'm stood there thinking, oh, God, someone's in trouble. Oh. Like, someone's, getting, someone's getting a finger up the bum. <laughs> and I'm having a little chuckle. And then they lift this bag up. And, is this anyone's? And it was my bag. And I thought, what's Shame. going on there? Yeah, livid. But I was sort of, at that point, a bit like, well, They've I made know. a mistake, yeah. It's I them. Know. It's on them. Computer's wrong. Yeah. Because I'm right, because I, I had a look. It's their bad. Exactly. So I go there, and the security comes over. He's dead serious, as security generally are at airports. And he says, um, and he starts asking me the questions, you know, uh, did you pack this bag yourself? Right. Yes, absolutely I did. I repacked it, in fact. Uh-huh. That's how confident I am. Yeah. Um, has anyone asked you to, you know, bring something on board? No, no, just me. That's it. Uh, is, uh, you know, the usual questions. What the other yeah. one? Um, has it been out of your sight, he said at one point. And obviously, 100% I was giving it, no, mate. Like, it's, no, it's not, it's, it's not. And he was like, are you sure? I said, yeah. He's like, and he was like, right in my eye, like, are you 100% sure? What was in, oh, God, I can't bear the suspense. I know. What is in there? And I'm going, but that, obviously by that point, I'm starting to get a bit panicked, like, well, it's a backpack, so it has been technically out of my sight because I'm on my back, isn't it? Like, I'm starting <laughs> to panic, you know. Can any of you put anyone in there? Well, I don't know, you know what kids are like. You know what I mean? I'm, like, starting to panic. Yeah. Uh, he said, OK, well, I need to, we need to just go through your bag. I went, OK, that's absolutely fine. So we walked round to the, where they've got the screen and that, and he said, can you unpack the bag very slowly, sir? I'm like, what's going on here? Like, I'm thinking, is this a joke? And I zip it and I sort of have a little look inside and he said, just have a look on the screen there. Do you know what that, that mass is there? I said, I don't know. I said, because the computer's flagged it up as an IED. What's that? That is an improvised explosive device. What? <laughs> yeah. I said, what? Well, I've, I mean... Well, you'd definitely remember if you made I an improvised so, explosive yeah. You'd be like, oh! Yes, I did make an improvised... You know what kids are like, mate. (laughs) Science project. So I said, well, I promise you, I can 100% say that there's no IED in my bags. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I just... It's not something I I do. Unless I'm like a sleeper cell. Yeah. I didn't realise. Like, maybe I've just been indoctrined years ago and then suddenly... Someone's woken you up. Like a phone call went. It's like... And that's it, me. Mm -hmm. So anyway, it turns out it was just... It was some wires that were my... um, from a laptop, which is at the back. And I've got a book of Neil Simon plays, which I've been uh, reading through. It's a big, thick book. Right. Because, of, because it was, the computer took it on the side, it was the spine of the book, which was about three inches So it's a wide. thick computer. A bi- yeah, the computer's thick. It, it 
decoded a book and a bundle of wires. A book and some wires. It's a potential explosive. Yeah. Oh, we really need to rethink security. I mean, that's not. That was. I was Why are we all standing about in them lines now? Then absolutely terrified. Oh, I think I might have to write a letter. <laughs> Feel a letter coming on. It was so weird. Yeah, that is weird. Was, was he apologetic? Not particularly. Well, come on, I need a sorry if you've, he was like, was you've a, implied I'm a terrorist yeah, and then a really I'm a bit of a reader. What made me think, what the positive I got out of it was at you least... Got a story. A, well, I've got a story. you got a good story. I'll certainly get a few minutes out of it in the stand-up at some point. Ian McKellen will love it because it's, oh, it's two be, minutes. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I did think to myself, at least they're not, they're not profiling. At the Manchester airport. No one's looking at people thinking he looks like a terrorist. They're literally picking yeah. you at random. Yeah. So I thought, well, that's a positive to get out of it. <laughs> You're licking the barrel for positive. I mean, I'm trying to find something. No one is racially profiling anybody I at like Manchester airport. I like it that airport. you thought, thought that, you, <laughs> that you wondered maybe you were a sleeper assassin. Well, I just thought, I don't know. I'm, I'm very susceptible. Like to advertising, for example. You know what I mean? Like if there's a, a special edition like Kit Kat out, I'm like, hmm, oh, I'll have that. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, oh, yeah. it must end soon. I'm like, Oh God, I so if he it. said you are a sleeper assassin, you'd have been like, you got me, I, I go, look, mate, I couldn't 100% <laughs> say I'm not a sleeper cell. I bet you're awful at filling out forms. <laughs> I'm a nightmare. About units of alcohol. Like, oh, well, I could, it could be anything I between... <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is matters. You know, it's funny, this show, sometimes. you I mean, rarely, but sometimes. <laughs> um, you, uh, you know, you'll say a random thing, a random phrase, and suddenly you find that you've got an expert yeah. across the way from you. Yes. Terry Godleman is an expert on sleeper cells. Well, nearly. I don't even know they were called sleeper cells, but I am in a programme called Treadstone, which is on Amazon now, right. Amazon Prime. And what's that about? It's, it's basically a spin-off of the Bourne films. Oh, yeah. So it's exactly about these sleeper assassins. Because you know Jason right, Bourne, yes. that's what he was. That's right. So the TV TV show spin-off is like a sort of... It's that, that there's loads of them. Jason Bourne's just one. Oh, I see. And there's like a fleet. Oh, wow. And they're all over oh, the world. So good. there's all these different storylines. And I play this character that wakes one of them up. Right. Yes, she sings a sort of weird, eerie... No, oh, so, you know, so you know you're doing it. I know I'm doing it. Oh, I see, right. I don't like, fully know like, why. The sun has got his hat on. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it is a bit... I sing Frere Jacker and it Ooh. wakes up one of these... Um, one of these assassins, Ooh, and then he goes into a weird, eerie, you know. So it's quite serious. Trance. Then. Yeah, it's a full-blown no, drama. It was no like comedy bits. There's no comedy bit. Wow, it? Yeah, it's really serious. Like high, massive fight sequences. Well, that sounds good. Yeah, it's full action. I was looking for a new thing to watch. Well, there you go, Treadstone. Treadstone. And what's your character? What's Carol. Carol. And she's American. I've got an okay, accent. I was going right? to say. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not Carol. Carol. It's Carol. What's Carol? Though? She's only waking up bloody sleeper cells. She's bloody woken right up. <laughs> <laughs> Carol's I don't fully even name. understand what Carol... Like, basically, I, I hope this isn't a spoiler, but, but I'm only in it one and then I get okay. killed, oh, you're off killed in it three. Oh, but you know how these sort of... You'll know from acting mm. stuff, like, sometimes you don't quite know how something's going to pan out no, when you audition. No so when I originally auditioned for it, I had, like, five recalls. I hired an acting coach. Yeah. I was like, I think this is it. This, this is, is Hollywood, A big mate. break. Yeah. Basically, I had three scenes and then I got strangulated in the back yeah. of the car in it three. Oh, OK. Fair enough. Yeah, it was short-lived glory. Yeah. But I do know a lot about I assassin. got murdered once as well. <gasps> Did you do a full sort of juddering death yeah, scene? the full death How scene. How was you killed? Uh, poison. Oh, So it's really? actually harder because there's no one... It's not like you, someone's got the hands around your throat. Oh, no, because I had that. I had to do flailing arms, bulging eyes. Oh, did you? 
Yeah. It's really embarrassing. It's as really embarrassing. Because I quite like a game of Wink Murder. I think it's oh, a good classic. game. And you can give extra points for the best death. Yes. But when you've got to do it professionally, in a drama, not a comedy... In front of other actors and crew and it's, that. It's mortifying. And by the time you watch it on telly, it's been edited down, music's been added, yeah. the sound effects, all that stuff. But in the room, it's literally you going... Yes! <laughs> yeah. It's, you just it's don't want to wear the so You feel so such an old hat. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I was killed in Ripper Street. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, again, I was only in the first three scenes. And uh, I um, I was playing a clairvoyant who, who was uh, takes a sip of something and he's trying to read the future and then he, yeah. he dies. And um, what was odd was, I remember the, the, the guys over, Jerome Flynn, um, and oh, I forgot the main guy. What's the main guy? Anyway, the, 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 you know the fella, if you've watched Ripper Street, and they stood over me, and I'm a dead body on the on the floor, and they're having a... And they sort of forget about you after a while. You're just yeah. like an extra piece of furniture because <laughs> you're just lying on the floor, like, you know. And then I was... And I went the next stage. I don't, have you ever been a cadaver? No. Oh, I was cadaver as well, then. Oh, God. Yeah, lying on the slab, chest cut open, and they put like a, you know, prosthetic... But then you've got to be really still. Well, this is what I thought. So I, what's hard in, when you're a cadaver is not falling asleep. Because it's, right. it's a long morning, it's a hot room. Yes. It's easy to, you know, but you don't want a dead body giving it. Yeah, oh, no, no, sorry, absolutely. Mate, it was miles away. <laughs> so I'm I'm lying there, chest open, you know, the, the, he's, he's sliced down my chest and, and he's, they're having a look to see what killed me. And I'm like holding my breath, all the, like really trying to hold my breath, <laughs> trying to stay still. And my wife was the, the producer on it at the time. And uh, I, uh, I got to lunch and she said, uh, how's your morning been? It's mostly been cadaver in it a nice and easy day <laughs> I said it's actually pretty hard being a cadaver love did you do it a bit defensive I said yeah I said, excuse I, me I said hang on a minute I'm working I said I've got I've had to hold my breath all morning I feel a bit lightheaded actually I feel a bit ill because I've been holding my breath she says what are you holding your breath for I said well so my belly doesn't move up and down like because otherwise that's going to spoil the show innit if cadaver's breathing yeah she said no we're just digitally like we just lock off the bottom of the... Someone might have told you, might Why they? didn't someone not just tell me that they digitally make they you look do still? They on purpose. So I'm st- st- lying there all morning giving it... <gasps> I just can't believe no one bothered to not tell you. Not one person. <laughs> I'm sat there going like seeing fairies. Yeah, you'd think someone would brief Unbelievable. you. Unbelievable. Anyway, that's, that, was the, that was my stint on, on Ripper Street. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. So you've played corpses before? Uh, well, I've played people in very... Yes, I have played a corpse, mm. and I've also played people with lots of different medical conditions because I used to do medical role-play. Brilliant. So they use actors... And I don't know if you've ever heard of this. They use actors for doctors to train. So while they're training... Yes. So there's a thing called the OSCEs, and it's when right. all doctors are taking a load of exams, and it's about bedside manner a lot of the time, diagnosis. Okay. So there's a huge hall in these medical um, schools, and you're all in these little sort of booths, mm. and every, you could have deep vein thrombosis or an STD. Do they tell you what you've got? Yeah, you've got a full brief, okay. and there are certain questions that have to be asked before you will right. reveal, because it's all about sort of them oh, being I marked see. on their training. Oh, it sounds fun. Yeah, it is the first seven or eight times. <laughs> yeah, <of laughs> but course. you're basically, there's a bell and you've got like these stations are seven minute stations and they've got to get to the diagnosis with oh. bedside manner which I must say some of them didn't yeah. have especially when I had to play someone with an STD <laughs> <laughs> and they were rather insensitive yeah, about. Like... so it's a weird job but you do it all day you do it all oh, day so no. it's like, that does sound like I'd say a good sort it. of 70 or 80 times ah uh, no 
But that, the best ones are the ones where you are asleep, where that's you're like, better, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I did some uh, acting uh, role play stuff for the for the police actually. Yes, I've done, I've done it for done the police as well. Times. Yeah, you do have to play victims and stuff though, so it can be quite harrowing. Yes, uh, victims and criminals. <laughs> right, I've done a criminal a couple of times. Inter- it's a t- sort of test interview techniques. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's quite fun. I say. In fact, there's a um, every every like five months. I think it's up at somewhere in North Manchester. Yeah, my picture's on a wall somewhere. I was at uni, like I was like twenty. Right. And my picture's up on a wall somewhere, and I'm like look, looking all menacing, like a drug dealer or something. <laughs> and, could have got uh, a bill out of that. I know, I could have got, I know. Yeah, should have sent it in. Missed the boat there. <laughs> and uh, people will take pictures. Is this you, Jess? <laughs> every, every, every eight months on Twitter. That's I'll funny. Just get one of those. It's a whole world of work, though, isn't it, for actors doing all that role poster? Keeps you going, doesn't yeah. it? Yes, keeps you out of the. And it is bars. useful for people practicing interviewing, because if they get yeah. it wrong, a case can fall apart. So it's yeah, really valuable that they learn how to yeah, do no, it. Yeah, it was a lot. Of fun, it was 80 quid. Yeah, can't complain. I'm no. happy with that. Actors are always happy, beats pulling pints. Absolutely, <laughs> Jason. Absolute Radio, Manford, where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Kerry Godleman is here, uh, through to 11 o'clock this morning. And if you caught her uh, at well, nailing the raw variety, let's be honest, you absolutely nailed it. It was a great show. Um, and you've done loads of stand-up on telly over the years, and you'll have seen her in... Well, you will definitely have seen her in Afterlife on, on Netflix because everybody saw it. It did feel like for that week everybody was yeah, watching that's it. That's the weird thing with Netflix, isn't yeah. it? Everyone's like, for a whole week, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, and it stays there. It doesn't go. It sits there. Yeah, no, it's it's great. I never... You can never fully tell because often when you follow... Obviously, I follow Ricky on uh, on on Twitter. Yeah. So you'll read loads of retweets that, and you think, oh, this has gone... This has gone well. Yeah. This is, oh, actually, they're all been retweeted. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That was one of those shows that all like everyone was talking about. It, it. was really weird. It was like massive. the next day, I was walking the dog, and these I walked past these builders, and they were like, "She's alive!" <laughs> <laughs> it was like very odd, knowing that just most people that yeah. day had seen it. Amazing. So that's that's on. But you'll have seen her uh, on uh, Derek and Bad Move and Mock the Week and Live at the Apollo Taskmaster, which is always a good, good, fun show to do. Um, Loads of shows. Uh, you're on tour. Yes. This is not your first tour, is it? No. It's my third, I think. Third, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's called Bosch. Bosch, yeah, which I got nicknamed on Taskmaster. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, but it's sort of about how I approach life. I'm quite, I do get stuff done, Jason, in quite a Boshy manner. <laughs> uh, so it's just sort of unpicking that a bit. Yeah, Greg Davis nicknamed me Bosh. Right, and what's it from? Just... I don't is know, that, is this all bish bash bosh? I oh, I see, just like, like right, yeah, get it done. Yeah, like bang, back of the neck. And you start, oh, you start quite soon, you start in March. Starting in March, and then there's sort of lots of dates all over the place right up till June. KerryGodleman.com is all the details. Yeah. There's a week at the Soho Fest... Uh, there's a week at the Soho Theatre as well. Uh, oh, you're doing some lovely places. Yeah, I know. All the Glees. I'm looking forward to it. Glee in Cardiff, Birmingham, Got a week in Scotland doing oh, all the Highlands. The stand. Oh, it's lovely up mm, there. Really looking forward I to I love it. doing the Highlands because they, they're so happy you've come. I know. I love it. The more remote the gig, oh. the happier you got there. Whereas when it's in the city, they're like, oh, what? Honestly, go on there. When I went to Shetland, I felt like the mayor. <laughs> like I thought, it was like they were. It was amazing. Yeah. Everyone, everyone knew you were coming. It's like the opposite of the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah, where nobody cares. <laughs> no one cares. Like, yeah. Squeezing you in between forty other shows. Oh, that looks great. So you do. Oh, you've got some cracking venues there. Yeah. Stands up in uh, Edinburgh. Oh, I love the stands. Well. Stands great. and the Glees are just great. Aren't they? Oh, that'll be great for you. That's great fun. And is it all written? Is it all done and ready it to is. go? It is. I've been previewing it, and uh, I had a gig last night that I was really happy with. So I've still got a few notes on stage. Of course. So I'm looking forward to just being able to put the paper 
down and exciting. Yeah, so we're nearly there. Great. So have a Google of that. Kerry Godleyman Bosch uh, touring from March to June, uh, all over the place really, right right up into Scotland as well. Uh, you can find wherever more details. I'm not going. I apologise because people will always tweet you and go, "Why aren't you coming? Oh. Why are you coming to Swindon?" I'm like, I don't. I didn't even route the tour myself. I the, didn't. The worst is when you get uh, tweets or messages from places you've been. <laughs> they go, why have you not coming to Norwich? You're like, I was there in June, mate. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was there. Where were you? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, go see Kerry. Very, very funny. Uh, and you can follow on, are you on the social media? I medias? am on Twitter, yeah. yeah. I can't reopen my Instagram account, so I best just keep strum about that. Yeah, just Twitter. I'm locked out. <laughs> I to get back in. <laughs> Forgot my password. <laughs> Music matters. Now, Kerry, when yes. it comes to brushing your teeth of a morning, mm. what's your what's your go-to brand? What, toothpaste? Yeah. Uh, the Sensodyne one. Okay. Yeah, so. all kinds of gum problems, yeah. mate. Colgate have launched a vegan toothpaste. I wasn't aware they were being meeting in it. Well, that's the biggest thing that's come out of that story for me. What is in toothpaste? Oh, it'll be something they've tested on an animal, won't it? Oh, maybe. Let's have a little look, shall we? It says in... It's in a recyclable tube. Uh, if you're looking at a way to make your shop a little green, you can always swap your toothpaste. Colgate have launched a teeth cleaning product uh, that is completely vegan and recyclable. Well, that's good. Uh, called Smile for Good. The new product contains ingredients that are 99.7% natural. Wow. And comes in a tube made from high-density polythene, the same uh, material milk bottles are made out of. Fat fans. Uh, the only downside to the environmentally conscious is that it's £5 for a 75ml tube. Oh, there's, there's the catch. It's expensive, You tie it? yourself in knots time to do the right thing. I spent a good half hour Googling ethical balloons this Christmas. <laughs> I mean, if there's anything you didn't... You, you just yeah. fell down a sort of warren of ethical balloons. Balloons. It's but tough, someone will be choking on it somewhere. I know. Like everything from toothpaste to balloons it's to. It's hard, isn't it? You've got to, you know, do a little bit of searching. And it's hard not to moan as well. You know, when you're like using a paper straw and, you know, and you're like, oh, it's all melting in your mouth. You're like, oh, oh God. You're like, what? Yeah, but that's a minor inconvenience compared it is. to what's Look, coming. Don't get me wrong. I'm very much on the side. I don't know why turtles find plastic straws so tasty. I don't know why they no. keep going for them. But it's right that they shouldn't be in the sea. I understand that. Yeah. But for a split second, because as a human, you're a hypocrite. Anyway. Oh, God, we're all we're hypocrites. All hypocrites. So I, I just think about myself. But I obviously, know. then I go, no, it's right to have a paper one. I understand it. But that is a lot of money for a tube of toothpaste. Well, it's usually it? 80p. Wow. So it's a fiver. So at the moment, it's, uh, it's only for people with a lot of disposable income. Yeah. Well, I, it, that's the problem with a lot of those things. Yeah, I know. It? I've got a mate who's just, um, who's just invented a... Uh, a a deodorant, which you sort of, it's like a balm that sort of, like you rub on called AKT, it's called AKT. Mm. And it's like 100% recyclable, 100% organic, 100%, like all that. Yeah. But it's 18 quid. Yeah, that's too much for a deodorant. I mean, it lasts three months. But it months. has to start somewhere. It has to start somewhere. And then there'll be some sort of trickle down. Exactly. And the more people who buy it, you know, exactly. and all that. I understand, but it is expensive trying to be ethical. Oh, God. And it's time consuming. Yeah. I mean, hence the ethical balloons. Google. Or not f- flying. I mean, like, I did a job I in Scotland. I got trains. I've I been know. trying to get more trains. I'm not doing domestic flights. No, you're right. And I just sit there angry for five hours <laughs> on, a, on a tin tube coming down the country. Oh, no. But then I feel really smug at the other end i know what you mean i know i need to i need to be better i think what we have to do because i think if everybody did everything like if you try to do everything yeah you'd die 
No, totally. I think you'd, you'd either starve to death, bore but you yourself can do a to bit, death. Do a bit. I lean think if we all just pick two things each. Yeah, exactly. Then we might, it might be all right. I'll do balloons. You do balloons. I've banned glitter. Right, okay. That's more for me than the environment, but glitter's banned now. You know, because it never oh, biodegrades glitter. awful. And when it gets into really intimate locations, it's really embarrassing. Well, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, we were chatting just before the news about... Um, Airport security. Yeah. Where I got stopped because of a a suspicious package in my bag that turned out to be a collection of Neil Simon plays. (laughs) And um, I I, I popped it on social media uh, to see what other people, um, if if anything had happened to them Uh coming through security. Uh, Neil Collier says, walking through security last Christmas, uh, it was the day after the drone attack at... Okay. Gatwick, you remember that? And they were heading to Egypt. Uh, the security guys weren't too chuffed uh, at my Christmas jumper because of the it had all lights on it. Oh. And so inside it had... So on the X-ray, it was just wires around oh, his God. chest. That's, that's going to get stopped. Yeah, it? definitely. Even though it's a Christmas jumper. I mean... You've got to have a, a bit sensible. Be sensible, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. You've got a Think it through. With lights on it, yeah, and electric going through security. <laughs> I mean, some people. <laughs> I saw a guy with like like chef knives once get, to, and they got taken off, and he was like, he was like, they're worth a grand. He's like, well, what are you bringing them through? That's mad. It's like the knives, mate. The knives. Yeah, that's really silly. I mean, that that's just. I mean, I tried to get through with that water spray mist that you get on holiday. Yes. The Evian spray yeah. thing. And the woman was like, you can't take that through. I was like, oh, can't I? So I just sprayed it myself and her and everyone. Nice. Just everyone to in there, Just it. to cool it. Yeah, I'm like, I hate waste. Cool everyone You know when you're down. drinking like five litres of water because you can't take it through. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, I'm going to need the toilet. It is annoying not. that they don't... Um... What do they do with that that bin of stuff? Christmas presents. I hope it gets used. Yeah, I'd be gutted. That's Secret Santa, mate. My wife loves a a moisturiser. Knives. (laughs) Every hand spray. Knives. Christmas jumper. Christmas jumper and a book of Neil Simon plays. (laughs) It's all in there. It's all in there. Uh, Katie says, flew to New Zealand, cabin bag got selected for random check. Right. It's never nice, is it? They swiped in, it set off all the alarms. Started questioning me in front of everyone. Uh, what's in it? What's your job? Uh, have you? Uh, what else have you touched this morning? What's your job? Why is that relevant to a bag search? I guess if you say I'm a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> they might go, hang on a minute. Yes. Do you know what I mean? That yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. Thing. Um, I'm only part-time, though. <laughs> uh, she I'm says, new. <laughs> I'm new at it. I'm not 100%. Uh, I'm stressing out, she says at this point, uh, whilst knowing I've definitely done nothing wrong. Then they say in front of everyone, it's tested positive for explosives. Everyone's staring at me and I'm starting to... Uh, I'm losing my uh, declaration of innocence. Eventually, I'm let go. Then I, I remember a whole bottle of after-sun spray had leaked out. Oh. Uh, and turns out it was one of the ingredients that had set off the alarm. Well, what would that have been? An after-sun that, that also is used in... You just don't know, do you? could be anything. God. That is bonkers, that. My goodness. They're, I mean, at least they're on it, like. I yeah. Yeah. But they're really on it, aren't they? When you're having to take your belt and boots off, you're like, oh, come on. Yeah, they are a bit too on it, aren't they, sometimes? Really? I I wouldn't mind if there was a bit of humour with it. It's when they make you get in that weird pod and put your arms up and then they start groping you 
And you yeah. think, well, come on, let's have a joke. Come yeah, on. Come on, mate. You haven't even bought me a drink. drink. Classic. Come on. Yeah. They still nothing. Nothing. No, I know. They're like, is this on? <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not they're not up for a laugh at airport security. Absolutely not. I've I have told this on the radio before, but it is one of my favourite stories. Um going on holiday uh, once when my mum had forgot her passport and oh. we're in the queue for secu- like for security going in there because uh, now you can get right through can't you? you can get right to the gate without showing a passport of course you, know, you can just, yeah uh, scans and stuff like that and we're in the queue for security and she's on the phone to my uncle she's saying my passport's at home and we've uh, i'm not gonna have enough time to I get home to get it i can't deal with the stress of this st- i can't cope and he said so she said all right you bring it now and he's on the he's he's driving and he's on the she's on the phone to me and she's going just bomb it now bomb it here now just bomb it here now at the airport just bomb it here I'm at terminal three bomb it here I'm like I was already through security I'm like no just bomb it here now did she go on the holiday she got on the holiday because I need closure with these yeah she did don't worry it was all fine. <laughs> That's a great story. Classic mum. Classic mum. Oh, forgetting a passport. That's a game check. I can't believe she got it in time. I know, just about. Just about. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Kerry, people have gone mad. Go on. They're going crazy. How do you feel about pineapple on a pizza? Oh, absolute carnage. Don't you, get involved. You're against? I'm against any fruit in a savoury. Right. Well, this is you are not going to be happy with this. Go on. Now, I, I've got to be honest with you. When it comes to pineapple on pizza, I'm sort of not bothered either what? way. I'm not bothered. I don't order it, don't get me wrong, but... I wouldn't tolerate it on a table I'm on. Really? No, I'd shut <laughs> it down. someone else ordered it, you'd I'd be end like... a friendship based on it. <laughs> well, you're not going to be happy with this. Go on. This monstrosity, as it says here, uh, that you can see below. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll post a picture. Can you see what that is? Oh, kiwi! Kiwi, mate. Oh no! At a restaurant in Denmark. Uh, it basically looks like a cheese and tomato base with a lot of a lot of kiwi as yeah, well. Yeah, that is way too much kiwi. Because it looks like jalapenos, jalapenos, nah. jalapenos. Jalapenos. Do you say jalapenos or yeah, jalapenos? I'm that, I'm that sort of guy. <laughs> I said, I said bilingual. I said bilingual. as well. And jalapenos. <laughs> uh, that's the sort of person I am. Uh, yeah, it's a Hawaiian pizza, but with the pineapple replaced Absolutely. with kiwi. No, shut that down. That's Nami. pudding. That's pudding. Yeah. Never have your pudding with your main. I don't want any raisins in my salad. That is rank. Apple in a salad. Yeah, what is that? Out. That was very much a school thing. I felt like that was at school. There was a lot of raisins in in, in curries. Do you remember that's, that? Yeah, that's the seventies and eighties. Though you get like a raisin, yeah. Ooh, a little sweet. <laughs> it shouldn't be in there. That should be a raisin absolutely in curry, keep it out. Be. I suppose pineapple and cheese is a little world, isn't it? Yeah, you see it uh, like stuck in like a hedgehog at, party. Uh, at a party, yeah. don't you? Yeah. But kiwi, absolutely not. What is wrong with these freaks? You might as well chuck a bag of Haribo over a pizza. That- I think we've made our point. Absolutely disgusting. What's your pizza topping of choice? Um, I like a, I like jalapenos. Yes. I like I like a hot, spicy, <laughs> like olivey. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like all that stuff. Mm. Mushroomy ones. I don't eat meat, so I don't go oh, down the meat okay. road. I'm the opposite. Oh, meat feast. I'm you. like put all the meats on it. Put a pork's head. Just yeah, a pork's head. <laughs> what yeah. are they That's called? What call, they're called pigs. Pigs. <laughs> <laughs> a boar's head with an apple in its mouth on a pizza. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah Do you want chilli oil with that? Yeah, go on, stick it up. <laughs> well, we're here now, we're here now. <laughs> Jason. Manford. 
Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Kerry Godleyman is here. Hello. And we are now joined by another brilliant comedian, Matt Ford. Good morning. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. How it's are been, you? I'm all right. It's been a while. It's been a long time. I was thinking about, you. you know what? I was thinking about, because we first met, I reckon, around 2005-ish. I reckon that's about right. At the Edinburgh Festival. And there was been. a woman who kept... Mistaking us. Oh, yeah. Well, more to the point, she kept thinking I was you. Right. So I was up there flying for a mate of mine, Al Pitcher, oh, just yes. on the Royal Mile. Yeah. I remember flying with you on and the Royal Mile. Well, maybe. Oh, yes. When I, I was with John. Same year, yeah. yeah. We were in the same show. We were we doing were. Big Value. Look That's at this. right. It was that year. Oh, it's like a reunion. It was that year, right? Because I remember flying with John Richardson, and you <laughs> used to come and hang out with us down <laughs> on the Royal Mile. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was flying for Al Pitcher. Right. And, um,. I think I maybe did a couple of open spots that year at Edinburgh. I wasn't really gigging. And I would see this woman every day and she'd go, God, you're having a great Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> first I was like, oh, cheers. And then as the, the months wore on, she'd go, I'm hearing great things. I was like, well, I'm only flyering. <laughs> Words going round already. This is great. What a flyer. <laughs> you were like, a really good flyer. <laughs> she thinks you're Jason Manford. Oh, no. I, know, I took it as a compliment. Well, thank honestly. you. I would well, also oh, take man. it as a compliment. Cheers, mate. I, I don't know if you've ever had the same. Probably not, but she. I no, but I do. I have occasionally. I, I, I'll have like you'll you'll have said something because you, you're more, a lot more political than I am. Of course, I don't do yeah. anything like that. And occasionally, people will get it mixed up for a second. But generally, they. I more get the bloke from the Plusnet advert. <gasps> of course, yeah. of course, Craig. Craig Murray. Murray. He's also oh, a comedian. He's a comedian. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That will happen sometimes. Oh, God, yeah, but at least you sound... You two yeah, sound more alike. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And you've got broadband. And I also have broadband <laughs> and can sort you a good deal. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, plus that, no problem. Yeah, I get that a bit. Uh, I used to get Fat Michael Owen, um, <laughs> which was harsh. But then again, he's retired now, and I've got to say, we're, we're, we're levelling out. Well, he's now he's weight, but you're yeah. better looking than him. Oh, Matt. You he's, can, he's, can come he on looks bad with his... Uh, it's something happened to his face. I guess he's just got old, Matt. He looks <laughs> like he's had a chemical peel. <laughs> something happened to his face. Aging. That's what happened. Yeah, to but his something face. else has had, I reckon he's had, he's had Botox around that bit. Oh, he's had work. I think he's had a bit of work. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? I only have ever got likened to Letitia Dean. Oh, yes. Okay. But that's great. Sharon from East Enders. Yeah. yeah. I used to work in the hairdressers, and the old ladies would go, give that tip to the girl that looks like Sharon out of East Enders. Okay, yeah, mm. I, can see, I can see that. A, a a sort that. of. Yeah, get out of my pub. Yeah. That sort of. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's it. It's like she was in the room. Yeah. That was exciting, wasn't it? Wow. Yeah. No, I get, I get that. My, my thing is, I look like a lot of people, not necessarily famous people, but I look like like someone who plays darts with your dad or like, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. someone who works in the finance department in the league. And then when branch. they've seen you on telly, <laughs> you know. they're like, where do I know you? But it's, because I get a lot of, where do, where do, do we go to school? Do you yeah. work in Greg's? It goes on and on. I had a full conversation with a guy um, waiting for uh, bags at an airport once. He, he just sidled over to me and I'd just done a gig, I think, up in, I don't know, somewhere. And he'd, he'd been on holiday and we sort of stood, stood next to each other and he said, uh, Nice holiday, and I thought, well, I've not been on holiday, but I, I don't want to have to get into the conversation of where <laughs> I've been, so I just said, yeah, yeah, it was lovely, thanks. He said, oh, it's nice to get away, isn't it? I said, it's lovely, yeah, lovely. <laughs> he said, back to work Monday. I was like thinking, well, I don't really work Mondays, but I said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, it's going to be quiet now, isn't it? Caroline's left. Oh, you, oh you've said, gone too far. <laughs> What's going on? But I'm in. I'm in. I'm like, I said, what? Who? What do you, you know? Why didn't you just stick with yeah? yeah I should have. Yeah. I should have. I mean, just, just said, stick with a rhetorical response. He was like, Carol, you know, Caroline in accounts. I was like, 
Because you were the last one to see her alive, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's in your bag, sir? Oh, crikey. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Matt, you're going on tour. Yes, lovely. Tell us about it. Um, so it's a it's a show that is bang up to date, um, which is handy with everything that's going on. Of course, yeah. It's, it's a nightmare as a comedian because obviously everyone else gets to write the show and then tour it. Yes. So the writing bit's the hardest bit a lot of the time, and then, and then you can polish the show when you're out gigging yeah. and, and just keep making it better and better. But I, mine never really gets fully finished because I have to. So People yours is resign called Brexit and die. Pursued by a Bear. Yes, which is a play on words of Exit Pursued by a Bear oh. from A Winter's Tale. Good work. I wish I could claim credit for oh. coming. Basically, <laughs> I was running out of Brexit puns and I didn't want to do one that anyone else would think of. But I've obviously done one that no one else gets. So people are just like, why is there a bear on it? I'm like, oh, God. It's to be a honest, very I've not even read the yeah, I know. But then people who get it are like, oh, so clever. And so well, when they're going to attract them. Oh, and so, so when it comes to. Come when, it comes to um, <laughs> when it comes to doing jokes about Brexit, I've got to say, on this show, this is the first time we've mentioned Brexit in three years. Oh, wow. wow. Brilliant. But that is good. We don't it's quite talk an achievement. about it. We don't talk about it. We don't. It's too divisive. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's what I found. And, and my audience, when I look at my. I know they're 52, 48. Do you know what I mean? Like they're, they're, that's exactly who they are. So I just Don't think, wind you know them up. I just think, I know, but I'll talk about other things to make you forget about Brexit. <laughs> exactly. yeah. That's my aim. Come to my yeah. show, forget about that. But you've decided to take it head on. Well, it's what I'm interested in. Yeah. I think, as with comedy, as with other things, if you're going to get on a stage and talk about stuff, it should be stuff that you could talk, you know, that you're going to find interesting yourself. And which side do you come to it from? Um, well, I voted Remain, but I take the mick out of everyone. Right. Uh, and uh, in terms of where I am at the moment, none of the political parties appeal to me. Yeah. So I take the mick out of the Tories, the Labour Party, the Lib Dems, the SNP, the lot. So everyone gets, gets it. it. Everyone yeah. gets it. I took in a few impressions and... Uh, it's quite interesting during the gig. People, I always start with the Tories because I think that's fair enough. They're in charge, and they've always got it. Yeah, you like, can, it's easy to set the mic out of them. The, 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 so the people are like, "Oh, this is great. He's doing Boris. I'll start with Boris. Ski. I'll cut, you know, we're going to get Brexit done." And <laughs> no, 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 I, I do. I thought I would pay tribute, by the way, to, to uh, Jason Manford and Kerry Goldman. Two great, and no, they are. They're great, great, two great people, uh, and great, great. He'll do that thing where he'll sort of look like he's losing his track, and then really convince himself that he genuinely cares about. Like, no, no, no. I, 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 I ask a question about waterfalls in the like in the like I, I think it's important and we're doing everything no I do I, no, I actually do and I, we're going to do everything we can for the waterfalls of, of the Lancaster area and I you know we're going to get Brexit done uh, so I start with Boris and we go oh that's fine start with we Boris and it, yeah, it's a big character and it's uh, yeah. kind of accessible and then you go right Corbyn or whoever's leading the Labour yeah, Party right? and then people go oh, uh, oh and you can see some people going yeah but we quite like Labour and then you go right we'll have to deal with that bit and then you yeah, go yeah. get into the Lib Dems again everyone's back on side <laughs> yeah. you know, and then you, in Scotland they'll do the SMB and that gets a bit tense <laughs> and in Wales, I'll do like, you know, you've got to set them out of everyone. Yeah. And often they're the most exciting bits. Of course, yeah, that is exciting. And people know what they're getting if they come to see you. That is the, you're brilliant at all that satire stuff. Oh, that's very kind. I think, it, I think I'm lucky in the sense that I genuinely wouldn't vote for any of them at the moment. Right. Yeah, so, so then that's feel equal. You've got a neutrality yeah, yeah, sort of, yeah. And I try to be at least fair. I'm not going, oh, if you vote for that, you're an idiot. There's none of that. It's yes. not like, yeah. oh, if you voted Remain, you're this, or if you voted Leave, that. Because I don't think that anyway. No, it's so complicated. Yeah, and everyone's got the right to their own opinion. And like, we're not going to get anywhere if we all just start well, slagging each other. It's like I was up. saying before. You know, we're all hypocrites. Yeah, you know, we're all we all say one thing and mean another, and do th- do one <sighs> thing and do another. Like yeah. that's just the way 
you know, it's like you might be quite lefty liberal, you might be a bit like, you know, I just think prisoners should be rehabilitated. Then your house gets robbed and you're like, hang them. Yes. You know I mean? like, <laughs> so it's like, how do these things affect you? Exactly, you know, yeah, that's yeah. sort of how it, how it goes. You exactly, know? everyone's had a different life. And, and I think the crucial thing is not to presume that people who you disagree with are like deliberately being bad. Yes. <laughs> They've got a different point of view based on different yeah. experiences and it's absolutely fine to draw a different but conclusion. But that's better to watch someone do, you know, how long do you do an hour? Hour plus or an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Yeah, so an hour and a half of like loads of exploring it and all the different angles, whatever, rather than reading a tweet. How do you get round to a Corbyn? A, a, a Corbyn impression. So hard. I was going to uh, say. You might really not have hard. to worry about it for much longer. <laughs> exactly. Well, there is that, yeah. I couldn't even tell you what you sounded like now. He's kind of got a. Um, the There are certain things in this. So one is he's quite, sometimes quite hard S's. So right. the word issue he pronounced in quite a pronounced way. I'll go. The issue of the will the Prime Minister, and he, he kind of growls a bit, and he tucks his chin in, and he has one eyebrow down. <laughs> Sniffs a lot, Jason. Oh, is he thought, right. Like that. I believe, don't we all want to live in a world of peace? There's oh. something quite sort of He's like oddly like pious. Oh, vicar are there are genuine parallels between yes, leaders of religious religious groups and p- politicians, yeah. definitely, in the way That's some politicians are like vicars, definitely. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Now, the one I see a lot of you... I know you do a few impressions. You yeah. enjoy having a little double at that. Uh <laughs> I mean, it's cheating, but it's fine. Uh, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. I don't mind if it is. Mate, I don't do you know what? I wish I could do it. I would love to do impressions. It's my favourite thing. Really? I, I love them. They're so funny when they're done right. Um, you know, your McGowans and that of this world. I love it. Yeah. But you're, the two of my favourite of yours are Trump, of course. Yeah. Which seem, seems easy because he does so many things, but I can't do it. Yeah. Um, and Jim White from Talk Oh, Sports. I love doing Jim White. <laughs> I love doing Jim White. It's my favourite. Oh, man. Your happy face. There's something about... It's just... I just love the sound of his voice. He's got a anyway, great voice. So, so, obviously, if you're trying to impersonate someone, it's someone you like the sound of. He just sounds... The key to Jim White, obviously, is the fact he sounds from Glasgow, but he's always excited. Manchester City <laughs> on the hunt for a new left-back. Everything's like... It's great. It's Sunday afternoon, and I just had a biscuit. <laughs> Everything is it's full of beans, all the energy that man has. And I just think there's something about... I love people who... I think a lot of football commentators at the moment don't sound that good. Yeah. I've got a real thing for, like, the voice should fit mm. the, the thing. Boxing commentators sound brilliant. People like Ian Dark digs in deep, sucks him up, goes toe-to-toe with him. It's a real barn burner here <laughs> at York Hall. And look at them trading blows and Calzaghi's ready to check out. You know, and that, that voice suits boxing. Yes. That's how boxing should sound. And, like, John Virgo at the snooker. Oh, yeah. That kind of whispering way of doing it. Oh, where's the cue ball going? And it suits snooker. That makes like, sense. That voice suits... You couldn't commentate on the boxing like that. You can go, oh, where's that left hand going? It wouldn't like <laughs> it, it wouldn't work. So Jim White is one of those people whose voice and persona totally fits transfer deadline day or yes. the chaos of football. And I just, I think that's partly why he's become such a figure is he sounds like people want football to yeah, sound to like. Be. Matters. But it's interesting with you because I remember watching you as a stand-up early on. You came, it seems to me, and forgive me if I'm wrong, that you were a stand-up and then found 
that you were able to do voices. Like, yes, I don't yeah. remember you doing those back when we were sort of gigging no, together. No, I never and... really did that many. I, I no. could do a few at school and stuff, but I yeah. never thought... And it wasn't necessarily that I thought it was cheating. It just I no. wasn't writing stand-up that suited doing it. And then mates were like, why don't you just do, like... Just drop the odd one in. Yeah. Because it's a waste, otherwise. But interestingly, of- what I found... What, what, what is the downfall of impressionists over the years? And, and you're not an impressionist, <laughs> you're a comedian. But the downfall is yeah. they've not got proper jokes behind it. They've got, they're just ah, good yes. at impressions. Right. Yes. And they've not got the, the gags to, to, to back it up. Whereas you're a comedian who can do impressions. And also, I, I chuck a few in, but it's not yeah. like a show that's all geared it's around like it. all different faces on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I think there's... I can only do a few anyway. Yeah, of so course. like, oh, wow, you get a lot in. I'm like, yeah, but I'm still like... I'm still like bring William Hague back. I'm like, still <laughs> yeah. like Crover, find stories to like bring back. Do you practice... If a new person comes up in politics, you have to practice doing it? Not really, I'm really So lazy. whoever's the new... Have you got like the new Labour ship? You You're think, like, oh, please, I'd rather it be... Please be that person. It might be tricky to do the women that are in the right, you know. Well, that's it. I can't, I'm really bad at doing women, and I can't. Well, women are bad at doing men. Like, that's the, like I'd love to be able to do a Michael Caine, but I'm told I sound like him, but I, I don't. Go on, have a go. No, I only told you to blow the bloody doors off. Yeah, like if he's on helium. <laughs> <laughs> like you just had one of your ethical blues. <laughs> <laughs> but women don't do men, and men don't do women, so if there's a woman leading a political party. You it's hard. Put her on hold for a couple of years. I just, I don't. I know Alistair McGowan sits there with like tapes and presses pause, rewind, pause, rewind, wow. and does it, it, every little. Wow. I'm too lazy for that, and I just yeah. think if there's ones I sort of know I could get. I never, but I, I just, I don't even really rehearse them. I just will do them. The Trump, Boris one's brilliant. The Boris is great, and yeah. Trump must be a gift. That's really handy. Yeah, it's really if you're doing political stand-up and then you can end on a Donald Trump impression. <laughs> And there's so many different things that he does, and obviously a lot of it's visual. And and a lot of people have got the um, you know the hand thing that he does and yes. stuff like that. But he grimaces a lot, and that's where a lot of the yeah, noise of his little... voice comes from. We I, we will build any grouse like, which a lot of people don't know. Then we're going to build a beautiful. And there is a, <laughs> there is a kind of there is a gentle bit, but there's also we will build. And he, he often looks annoyed, so the, the grimace is sort of a nice kind of... And then he does... It, what I love about him, really, the way he talks, is just the little bits of reassurance that he gives himself that no other world leader, no other president of the United States would ever have, even George W. Bush, his insecurities are just th- run throughout his, his course, language. Yeah. We're going to build a great, great... Well, I, I do know we're going to do that, by the way, and we are. We're going to make sure that gets done. And I know a lot of people don't think we're going to do it, but we are, and those people, they're badly wrong, and they're bad dudes, by the way. No other leader would have to like no. keep explaining like, the, the, the insecurity, and he always tells you stuff he's found out that day, and you you know that is an insecure, not intelligent person. Yeah, when... he's not been through the he's not been through the filter. No. no, and he'll say things in interviews where he'll go, and we're working a lot with Germany, by the way, which has a very big population. And many people there, and they speak German a lot of the time, and I know they like sauerkraut and sausages. So you've just done like the most basic reading, and you think that's going to make it... Only an idiot would think that's going to convince the public, oh, actually really knows Germany. But he just mentioned currywurst, he must get it. Yeah. So your, your tour starts soon. Well, it says here you... you... 
Monday the 20th, tomorrow. Yeah, cracky. Well, I did Salford in the week on Tuesday night. Always Salford, fun. like, oh, man. Love How was that? It was brilliant. I mean, I d- and I don't mean that as a review of the show, just yeah, as yeah. a venue. It's it's I love yeah, yeah. I always... Manchester and the surrounding areas are always good places to gig for comedy, I find. So you're Soho Theatre, uh, and then you go, oh, you're everywhere, pretty much, right yeah. through to November. Um, if you want to find out more details of Matt, where can they find that? Mattford.com slash live, and it starts at the Soho Theatre tomorrow. Lovely stuff, and that's... Oh, in London. And he's everywhere, absolutely. Edinburgh and York and Leeds and Cardiff. Cardiff and Newcastle and Glasgow, you can definitely see him. Not like Lazy Kerry over here. Should have been, been 12 places. No, I am not. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Kerry's show, Bosch. Kerry. <laughs> show, Bosch, uh, is uh, also on sale as well. KerryGodliman.com for more details. Well, thanks for coming in, guys. What an absolute pleasure. pleasure. Thank you. What a treat, what a treat. I will be back uh, next week uh, here on Absolute Radio. Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters.